reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Myself in battles won, for I've been blessed beyond measure, and only by His grace I overcome. And oh, I can stop and count successes like diamonds in my hand. The strife is good, not equal to the grace by which I stand. In Christ alone, I place my trust. Place my 
Hallelujah. In Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 1, Ezekiel tells a story that in the 30th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as he was among the captives by the river of Cheba, that the heavens were opened and he saw visions of God. Hallelujah. When the heavens are open upon your life, you get great revelations and visions of God. And I want to tell you today that the man you're about to listen to has the heavens opened over his life and his ministry. Hallelujah. So that at the end of the day, you'll be able to say by the end of today's preaching that in the year 2016, on Sunday, the 9th of July, when you are among the restoration service in the Bread of Life Cathedral, the heavens were opened. Ladies and gentlemen, if you believe that, stand to your feet as you welcome the Bishop, Edwin, Morgan, Ogo. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. As you receive visions of God through the word of God. Hallelujah. Hello, beautiful, beautiful. It's a fantastic song. Are we going to put our trust in Christ alone? Because the memory verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, is our memory verse. It says, We haven't the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believed. Therefore, have I spoken. We also believe. And therefore, speak. So when you put your trust in Christ alone, you will speak about him. If you are not speaking about Christ, there is a possibility that you genuinely don't trust him. So Paul begins by saying that we, those of us who have the spirit of faith. How many of you have the spirit of faith? 
You know, you can't be born again without the spirit of faith. We, having the same spirit of faith, we who believe in a man who died over 2,000 years ago, some of us call it nonsense. Some say we are out of our minds. Some call us gullible. Some say we have infantile ruminations. Infantile ruminations. We believe the beliefs of children. And whatever they say, we, having the spirit of faith, according as it is written, Paul was quoting ancient scripts that I believed Therefore have I spoken. Elijah believed and he spoke. Jeremiah believed and he spoke. Isaiah believed and he spoke. According as it is written, I believed. Therefore I spoke. So we, who are not Isaiah, Elijah, Nahum, Obadiah, Ezekiel, who are living in the 21st modern century if we also believe then it stands to reason that we must also speak God, if are you going to speak? In Christ alone I put my trust. In Christ alone do I glory. Though I could pride myself in the song is part of the memory verse. <laughs> For I've been blessed beyond measure. I mean, look at the car you drive. And only by his strength The chamber and hall are saving Sing it my dear Oh I can stop and count Successes Like diamonds In my hand But those trophies Could not equal To the grave by which I stand in Christ alone I place my trust and find my glory in the power of the cross and never leave alone. The Latin is sola Christi. Only Christ. Not your business, not your beauty, not your father's money, not your education. Sola Christi. 
only Christ. And if we believe in Christ, we speak. This week, in Nigeria, we say we believe the belief. This week, you will show you believe the belief by speaking. How many of you are going to speak to somebody about Christ? Yes. So, give us our verse, please. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I have, I, I believe, and therefore have I spoken. We also, like Obadiah, Isaiah, we also believe. Therefore, we speak. Is it beautiful? Is it beautiful? Is it marvelous? Is it fantastic? Yes. So let's read one go. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. Again, Father, I curse sudden evil, sudden disaster. Any plan of Satan to visit us with sudden emergencies, I block that pathway. I, I use a shield, a missile defense system, and reflect arrows and reflect weapons and reflect words spoken against our destinies. We block them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's read. One go. Second Corinthians. Amen. So, do you have the same spirit? The spirit of what? Fornication. The spirit of what? Faith. So, can we quote it now? Turn it off. One go. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. One go. We. According as I believed. Therefore, have I spoken. We also believe. I'm hearing Latin at the, at the end here. Let's, let's say it again. One go. There's no also where. Also where. Okay, please put it back. There's somebody saying there's no also. Always you've got some quarrelsome people who try and... Uh, uh, I, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe. We also believe and therefore speak. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. One go. 2 Corinthians off. Uh-huh. Yes. We have the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believe. Therefore, have I spoken. We also believe. Therefore, I speak. Hey. What is the water? <laughs> Therefore, what? Clap your hands for yourselves. You may please be seated.
it's good to see you home Your brothers and your sisters Have been here all along We've been waiting for your brother And now we're close to tears To see you coming back home The answer to our prayer Welcome back to Jesus It's good to see you home Your brothers and your sisters Have been here all along We've been waiting just to see you And now we're close to tears To see you coming back home The answer to our prayer You've been wondering for so long Looking for the song We sang together before But now we sing it just for you One more time or two We are one in the Lord Brothers and your sisters have been here all along. We've been waiting just to see you, and now we're close to tears to see you coming back home. The answer to a prayer. It don't matter where you've been. It don't. forgives so do we but our sin cost him his life the supreme sacrifice his love isn't cheap but it's free welcome back to Jesus it's good to see Home. Your brothers and your sisters have been here all along. We've been waiting just to see you, and now we're close to tears to see you coming home again. The answer to a prayer. I want to welcome you back to Jesus it's good to see you home your brothers and your sisters have been here all along we've been waiting for your brother and now we're close to tears to see you coming home again the answer to Welcome back to Jesus. It's
it's good to see you home Your brothers and your sisters Have been here all along We've been waiting just to see you And now we're close to tears To see you coming back home The answer to our prayer. Father, we pray that you minister wisdom from your eternal word to our lives. Thank you for the privilege to hear your word. Speak to us, Lord. Minister to our hearts. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I want to share a very important, important message the Lord has given me for you. And the title of the message is How to Come Back to Jesus. How to come back to Jesus. I don't know whether it was a text message or I was talking to the person. A husband told me a few days ago how he had a disagreement with his wife. And to go back to patch up with his wife was difficult. How to go back to his wife <laughs> was a bit difficult. Then I realized that not everybody is able to go back. Some people, they can quarrel and come back as if nothing has happened. Uh, it's a gift. <laughs> it's a spiritual gift. Yes. But those who don't have that gift, who are melancholics, always take things so seriously that... They don't know how to come back and, uh, you know, keep the flow going. But this morning, the arms of Jesus are open to you. Amen. And he's saying that no matter where you've gone, no matter how far you've gone, you are welcome back to him. So today, I would love for you to listen very carefully because it concerns you. Even if you, are, you have come to Jesus, you in your case can change the message to how to come back and serve Jesus. Yes. The curtain raiser is Romans chapter 14 and verse 11. Please listen because it's quite short, concise, precise. I deliver it and I go. So please receive it fast. Amen. For it is written, for it is written, 
As I live, said the Lord. Every knee shall bow to me. And every tongue shall confess to God. The same Paul writing to the Philippians in Philippians 2, 10, 11, 12 says that every, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord Paula. to the glory of God. The Father. So, every knee shall bow. Every knee shall bow. When you go out to witness, you meet people who are arrogant. You, you will even forget your scriptures. But I came, I came to encourage you that even if they drive you away, as you shake the dust off your feet and you walk away as a testimony against him remember the words of Paul that every knee shall bow every knee shall bow the knee of a man every man shall bow the knee of every woman shall bow. The knee of the rich man shall bow. The knee of the poor man shall bow. The knee of the professor shall bow. The knee of the idiot shall bow. Every knee shall bow. Every means without exception. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue will say that Jesus is Lord. Remember, when you go out, you will meet people who will damn God. Who will call you unserious? Who will call you a man or a woman at your age? Look at what you are doing. Because he is very rich. And he has put away God. Remember that you will meet rich, godless people. But you are also going to meet poor, godless people. It's not, see, rich people believe in God. Yes. And rich people. Also, some rich people don't believe in God. But don't think that every rich man is godless. 
The story of the prodigal son, uh, 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 Lazarus, sorry, Lazarus and the rich man. In Luke, we learn that the rich man went to hell. So at least we know one person who is in hell and he's a rich man. Rich people stand a chance of making it to hell. If you are here and you have got money, please be very careful. Your money can send you to hell. That's why a lot of rich people don't care about God. But I'll give you some good news. That there are rich people also who go to heaven. In the same story of Lazarus and the rich man, we see in that same story a rich man in heaven. Yes. The, the same story in which we see a rich man in hell calling Lazarus to send a drop of water to cool his tongue. In that same story, there is a rich man in heaven called Father Abraham. Genesis 13 says he was very rich. So you see, when you meet a rich man who doesn't believe in God, it's, it's not because he's rich. No. There is an evil in his heart. Because if he were a poor man, he would also not believe in God. I mean, even there the are people who say that uh, when you see a poor man who is humble, his humility is not genuine. I mean, you must wait and see this man rich. If he gets rich and he is humble, then his humility is real. But I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe Look, listen, if you are poor and you are humble, if you become rich, you will also be humble. Because there are poor people who are proud. Poor and proud. Nigerians, they call Ghanaians poor and proud. That's how they see us. That's how they call us. Yes, Nigeria, that's how they call Ghanaians. Poor and proud. Yes, there are poor people who are proud. Yes. Not every poor person is humble. 
And yet, don't you have them in your house? The house elves, the garden boys. You can't even call them. That's you can't even send them. When they come, their, their hand is they have sugar like that. Meanwhile, she has got even she, she, she doesn't even have a bed to sleep on. But today I'm telling you that whether you are poor and proud, rich and proud, man and proud, woman and proud, no matter who you are, every knee, every knee shall bow. It shall bow. That is why I'm preaching a message to you today. You must listen. How, how to come back to Jesus. Four ways to come back to Jesus. How can you bow your knee to God? And confess that Jesus Christ is now your How? How? I'm giving you four ways. I think I've given you another title. How to come back and serve Jesus. Number one. The first way to come back to Jesus. If you are here and you are not born again. You don't know Jesus as your personal savior. You are the one receiving these four ways. If you are here. And you are far from God. These four points are yours. Listen carefully. The first way to come back to Jesus is to come on your own when everything is normal. To come on your own when everything is normal. To come on your own when you have got a job in the bank. To come on your own when you've got a husband with three children. To come on your own when you are a student passing your exam in school. Some people came to Jesus on their own. In John chapter 3, the Bible tells us of a man called Nicodemus. On his own, he came to Jesus by night. And he came to get salvation. On his own, 
Many people come to Jesus on their own. Because of time, we don't ask first timers how they came to church. I used to do that in my former church. Yes. I used to ask, ask every first timer how you came. How you, somebody said, oh, my friend brought me. My friend brought me. I saw a signboard. I came on my own. I, I, it was a very regular exercise for me. Nobody came as a first timer that I wouldn't find out from him among the congregation how he came to church and how he came to know Jesus. A lot of people, there may not be many, but a lot of people on their normal day, normal, normal, normal day, Normal, normal marriage, normal man without a wife, without a husband, normal student going to school and coming, normal. Nicodemus was not sick, he was normal. He just came to Jesus Christ. Nicodemus Four ways. How to come back to Jesus. You come on your own. The second way to come back to Jesus. Yes. When somebody holds your hand. And brings you to Jesus. That one, you would never have come. Without, without somebody helping you to come. It's also a way to come to Jesus. There are some people in this service who would never have come to church or gone to any church had it not been for a zonal leader or a chapel uh, um, satellite church minister or a basal serpent. Some of you here, somebody brought you here. It is one way of coming to Jesus. It is a legitimate way. If you are here and you brought anyone to Jesus Christ, if the person gets born again, the person's salvation will enter your spiritual account in heaven. You brought the person, his salvation in yours to you. account. Not everybody can preach. Not everyone can share. Some people, all they can do is to say, let's go to my church. One day, they will share the gospel. But for now, they are, they are deploying the John chapter 4 woman at the well, the Samaritan woman at the well model, where the woman who met Jesus, she ran to town. She ran. He said, she went to the men. I, I don't even know why the Bible also says she went to the men. But you can see that the woman, she had married five men. And the one she was with, so she was into, she was into medical. She was she was she was she was medical. Number two. So 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 this week may God use you 
to invite someone to church next week. And I'm saying that even if you didn't preach to the person, bringing the person to church is a way of witnessing about Christ. She called, and, and so the men, the men with towels around their waist, somewhere in their shirt, uh, trousers without shirt, all the men in the town, they came, they followed the woman. I don't know what is about her that women or uh, men like to follow. There's some women that men just like her. There's, there's some women no man has proposed to her before. No, and and it's, it's not because you are beautiful or you are ugly. It, there's something about you that makes guys just like you. Sometimes it's a demon. Because Jesus is sitting at the well. She runs to town, to the village, and she just goes and shouts. And somehow only men follow her. It's it's something, something. But if it's a demon in you, God will use that demon in you to bring the people he must bring. He can use anybody, including stones. How do you preach? How do you serve Jesus? How can you get yourself to serve Jesus? You can serve Jesus on your own. You can go and witness on your own. How can you come back to serve Jesus? You can come back and serve Jesus on your own. Or you can meet somebody who will hold your hand and show you how to be a shepherd, how to be a, to do evangelism, how to do outreach, how to have a bustle. Not everybody on his own de novo is able to get up and serve God. The second way to serve God is how when somebody Holds your hand. Oh, yes. yes. As a pastor, as a pastor, I have held the hands of many a people. Many a people. <laughs> it's a way. That's number two. How do you get someone to come to Jesus? Sometimes the person himself will get up. Maybe he had a dream that a cow wearing dark glasses was chasing him. Red shoes. In the morning, on Sunday, he's in church. On his own. Please, 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 please. Let me, let me go back. Why, why, why? Why will you come on your own or somebody will bring you? Why will somebody bring you? Why? Because every knee shall bow. So if you will not come on your own, I'm about to finish the message, so please open your eyes. If you don't come on your own, somebody will bring you. How to come back to Jesus. Are you listening? Number three. 
The third way to come back to Jesus. The third way to come back to serve Jesus, to be a shepherd. What is the first way? You come on your own. Number two, somebody brings you. Number three, biblical way people came to Jesus. A problem brought them to Jesus. Some people came to Jesus who would never have come to Jesus if they had not had a certain problem. Some of you here, you will attest that a problem is what today you go to church because a problem brought you to church. But I prefer the first one. If the first one doesn't work, I prefer second one. But if God watches you and realizes that you are not coming, you are not serving him, you are not doing what you must do, he has given you dreams, he has sent messengers, messages have been preached, and you will not come, then, the, then option number three is triggered. And option number three is a problem. And option number three is a problem that is not your creation. No. Like the woman with the issue of blood, 12 years. She did nothing. She, she has not gone to smoke. But she was bleeding. Hypermenorrhea. Hypermenorrhea. Say it. Hypermenorrhea. <laughs> 12 years. So when she heard about Jesus, hey! that woman, if she had not had that bleeding problem, she would have joined the critics, the Pharisees, and said, this type of pastors who are collecting people's money, this type of rascals, this type of thieves. But because of the period she was having for 12 years, when she heard of Jesus, she herself ran and pressed. One of the things I admire about Muslims is one of one thing they say. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. I don't know why Christians don't say this. It's a very sad omission. Muslims say that God, Allah, who Akbar, he's great. He is great. He is great. Anybody who has lived on this earth for three years 
will know that God is great. If your knee must bow and he discovers that you are not bowing your knee, you are not minding him, he will bring up a problem. You see, when you read the Bible in Luke chapter 23, Verse 32. The Bible says that there were also two other malefactors. This is a, an old word for criminals. Led with him to be put to death. 33. When they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him. The malefactors, one on the right hand, one day on the other. Go on, 34. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them. 36. 36. And the soldiers also were mocking him, laughing at him. What were they saying? If you are the king of the Jews, then save yourself. But verse 39, look at verse 39. The Bible says, And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 40. Verse 40. I'm ending. But the other. The other who? The other pastor? The other shepherd? The other banker? The other who? The other malefactor. The other criminal. Sana, this criminal, as he was there, could preach. He could preach, oh. But he wouldn't preach. I said he could preach. But he wouldn't preach. Sana, this armed robber, was a pastor. The other malefactor, he, 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 he stepped in instantly and said, what? Don't you fear God? Don't you fear God? You, you can see that we, we are being justly, the next verse, uh, we are being justly punished. We are receiving the due reward for our deeds. But this man has done nothing. Suddenly, an armed robber was preaching about Christ to his friend. Ladies and gentlemen, Allahu Akbar. If you must go to jail to serve God, God will send you to jail. Have you not seen some people go to jail? When they were normal in town, they wouldn't serve God. They wouldn't go to church. They wouldn't read their Bible. They go to jail. When they return, they are called Reverend Osebonsu. Why? Why would they come to go to jail? Jail is their Bible school. By the time they are coming out of jail, they are pastors. I said, by the time they are coming out of jail, they are pastors. Why? Because Allahu Akbar, God is great. You, if your knee must bow and you don't allow it to bow in town, he will make your knee bow in jail. And by the way, not everybody who goes to jail is guilty. Especially when you've got judges in certain countries who take goods. And who take uh, uh, lace materials and uh, yam. Yeah, not everybody in jail. Some of you here rather should be in jail. Yes, yeah, some of you here. I should be in jail. I went to, uh, to, the, uh, to, my, to the house. Vacation classes. Form 3. When I went and I asked for a friend, I was told that police had come to pick him. Because the, the operation he did, 
I was with him. We did the same operation, but I finished and to school, Cape Coast. So when they were looking for the boy, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't around. So when I returned, I was so they have come to pick him. He spent about three months behind bars. But I was in school, passing my exams. Not everybody who is in school should be in school. Some people in school should be in jail. Some people in jail should be in school. Some people in jail should be with their wives. Some people in jail should be with their husbands. But if God must take you to jail before you confess Jesus as Lord, you will go to jail. How to come to Jesus? Have you asked yourself, I don't know about many hospitals, but some hospitals have, have gone to see patients. They've got Gideon's Bible. In the words. Why? Because some people would not read their Bibles when they are living a normal life. So when they get cancer of the ovary, for, for having done nothing, about to have surgery, or when they have osteogenic sarcoma of the distal right femur, about to have an amputation, as they are in the world, when they turn to their right, there's a Gideon's Bible. Why? Because they wouldn't read their Bible in the house. So it's a cancer that must take them to the hospital for having done nothing. Allahu Akbar. God is great. Why? Because it is a way. It is a way. God brings people to Jesus. It's a way. He will give you bleeding problems. Do you think blind Bartimaeus would have minded Jesus if he had normal eyes? It is because he was blind. Even when they were asking him to keep quiet, he was shouting, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. They said, shut up. The Bible says, when they said he should shut up, then he cried louder, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Some of you here, you would never call Jesus if everything was well. God has to pepper you with a little problem to squeeze your buttocks. If you must lose your job to start attending prayer meetings. Last week, we had double wonder. You didn't come. You didn't come. Why? Because you are married. Your children are normal. You need no miracle. Your business is thriving. But if you are at the verge of losing your business, last Friday, I went for an outdooring. And my wife and I went somewhere to buy something from the outdooring. Was it Friday or Thursday? One of the days. Thursday. I met a lady who comes to church here. I don't see her these days. Even when she was coming to church, she wasn't coming properly. So I said, sweetheart, I don't see you these days. She said, oh, I've been going to Ekropong. Just that's three days ago. I've been going to Ekropong. To do what? So she attends a prayer camp there. Wow. I, I, why? I was going to say, I, I can't give more information. She's got children. Her husband has abandoned her. He's chasing another girl. Driven out of her out of the house. A house they have built. Bogged her out. The brought, I don't know whether he has brought the girl into the house or he has moved. But the girl is now staying with her sister. <laughs> Suddenly, the girl, I remember she would come with her husband. They would sit at the back. 
She'll come today. She won't come next week. She won't come next two weeks. Call, smooch, massage, speak. Then she will come. Then the husband will come once. Then she won't come. One day I said, why didn't you say, oh, uh, um, my car wasn't ready. I said, oh, but your husband came. So that's his car. I see. Your husband's car? You won't come? See, suddenly, 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 the woman who would not come to church on her own, her husband, she has done nothing wrong. Option number three that God deploys. Number three is the option he deploys. What? You've done nothing wrong. Suddenly you've got cancer of the ovary. You've done nothing wrong. And you are bleeding. Some women have got bleeding problems from having a lot of sex. Yes, a lot of sex can give a woman a, 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 a sex with different men. So rather is the woman at the well who should have been bleeding. But thank God, before the bleeding, she came to her senses and deployed option number one. I'm preaching. But this woman with the issue of blood wasn't sleeping with men. Wasn't having multiple partners. But she was bleeding. But why? Because if God sees that you are not following him, he will strike you with blindness. So that when you hear about Jesus, you say, Jesus! Shut up! No! Why? You are desperate. I didn't even know there was a prayer camp in the Kropon. From here, she sees here this side, a Kropon. She passes bed of life. Why? Because, because, and you, you should know her. Sweet girl. Sweet, beautiful, nice. But suddenly, her husband becomes demon possessed. And she says, I've seen nicer buttocks. Go away with your own. Our wedding is relevant. Our engagement, take, take your machine. Suddenly, some of you, your shepherd must bribe you to come to church. Yeah. If a bus doesn't come, you won't come next week. But one day, God will deploy option number three. You yourself will come to church. I've had people, those days we're not having heaven will answer. There were church members who used to come to rebuke me. Yes, and I, and, and I liked it. It was good rebuke. That's what made me start heaven once again. How can we be in a church and there's no prayer? Because remember, I still haven't answered for some months. Yeah, because they wanted to pray. <laughs> yeah, but because when we haven't have an answer, they wouldn't pray. But when, 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 when a certain, a certain issue of blood, a certain blindness, read your Bible carefully. Not everybody came to Jesus on their own. A problem brought them. Some of you are sitting here because if, if, if everything had been good in your life, you would not be in church. So, Allahu Akbar, you are here. A problem has brought you here. Stay here. It will be corrected. Allahu Akbar. How do you come back to Jesus? Come on your own. Some of you sitting here. When I made the altar call, don't let me finish. Run to the front. As you are well. Actually, as you can run. Because a day can come. You can receive Jesus Christ in a wheelchair. Our pastor, Bishop Doug. 
Stuart Mills tells us of a lecture when he was with him in medical school. He used to speak against churches, God, this type of pastors, thieves. It, it got worse when this lecturer heard that he, Bishop, was a pastor of Lighthouse years ago, talking. One day, years later, he was in, he was in his office and he heard that Professor, uh, 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 um, whatever it is, is looking for you. Me? Pastor? Professor? Yes, he's looking for you. It's not possible. It's not true. Did you hear right? Yes. The next time, a, a message came. Professor Osebonsu is looking for you. Me? Then he was advised. Sally, go. Okay, so, so, Sally, make you go. Make you go. He went. The house, Kolebu. The house was quiet. He was even not sure that that was the house. Then he blew the horn. And a little boy came. He said, that's Professor Osebonsu who live here. Say yes. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, he's called for me. The boy opened the gate. They drove in. They went into the house, opened the door. Dusty sitting room with cobwebs because nobody comes there. They sat there. Be careful. God is great. You are not great. Oh. Some of you sitting here, God has called you. But if you will not serve him, he knows which option to deploy to let you serve him. Why? Because at the end of the day, when the sun sets, every knee shall bow. Everybody's knee will bow. Some will bow in hell. Some will bow on their way to hell. Some will bow before hell. Everybody's knee. How do I know, Pastor? Because I believe in the Bible. He was sitting there in the, uh, in the sitting room. Sitting room, sitting there. Then suddenly, the boy, the small boy, the young boy, young man, young boy, small boy, young boy, opened the trap door in a wheelchair. The professor came out. Don't laugh. So Bishop got up and said, Oh, Prof, how are you? Then he said, Pray for me. He said, Professor, Prof, before I pray for you, I want to lead you to Christ. Your knee will bow. Your mouth will confess. Whether it's a stroke mouth or nasopharyngeal carcinoma mouth or a, 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 a hypertension mouth. Every tongue. But may your tongue confess Jesus while your tongue doesn't deviate when you stick it out. Like that. It doesn't go to the right. of you, arrogant, stubborn, proud, your money has deceived you, your job has deceived you, you are born again, even to witness, to invite someone to church, is below you. In my lifetime, as a small boy, you can see I'm a small boy, I've received phone calls from Mr. One Prisons. Be careful. God is great. I, I, I know your problem. Your problem is that 
because you're not a pastor, you don't hear stories. But where I'm standing, I hear everybody's story. Be very careful. We must bribe you to come to church. A day will come. There will be no bus. There will be no bribe. You will walk and find Jesus Christ. One minister in Ghana here, he was an SU president. Those years, SU years. Very strong Christian in a, in a region. And then became a lawyer. Joined a political party. Then he, a demon entered him. Became arrogant. Allahu Akbar. Became arrogant. Christian. Almost a pastor. Then he became a politician. Talking. Talking. Then some, some, some people who were with him in the SU said, Charlie, you have changed. We are all in school. Why have you? Bro, that's church. They will invite him to go to church as a, a guest speaker. Oh, no. You see him. He's, 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 he's doing Allahu Akbar with Muslims. On, on, on a smart, big minister. One pastor in town. He's a, he's a pastor around here. The big church. He said he was in his house. Midnight. Midnight. And his security man came to knock on his window. Sir. Hey. Kwame, why are you disturbing my sleep? Please, somebody's at the, at the gate. He says that he has to see you. At this time, are you out of your mind? Say, I beg you, the man says he must see you. He has to see you. A big man in town, a big pastor in town. He got up. Just threw something on and came out. He reached, because whether it's armed robbers or this, you can't tell. So he threw the, he said, what car is it? He said, it's this car, four-wheel drive, Nizam Patrol. Ask him, what is his name? When he mentioned the name, he said, hey, this is a main man in the country. Why is he looking for me? He said, they, they, they should drive their car inside. When the car came, he was still in his bedroom with the, uh, uh, the friend he said, you know, curtain drawn. Then somebody got down from the other side and ran to that side and opened the door. When, when the first leg came out, it was a pajamas leg. Allahu Akbar! Pajamas leg. Be careful. You just came to the earth. God has been here before you came. They held him. Then they held his hand. He didn't even enter the house. When the man, the pastor saw him, he himself came out to meet him. He said, why? Pray for me, I'm dying. That's why we don't see you on TV. So I'm dying. He came in the night, midnight. Pray for me. I lost my soul. I chased politics. He began to cry. A, a big man, grown up, began to cry. How he had forsaken God. The pastor prayed for him. He said, All I could do was to pray for him. Prayed for him. And wobbly, wobbly. Wobbly, he entered his car. They drove away. It was two weeks after he died. He died. Because of your salary, you feel big. Because of your talent, you feel big. The message is how to come back to Jesus. 
and how to serve him. If option number three doesn't work, where you've done nothing, your husband has left you. Nothing. You've done nothing. You've got cancer. You've done nothing. Bleeding is coming. You've done nothing. You are blind. Your son, a child, a child, a small boy, he has done nothing. His kidney has got cancer. Then number four. Number four, the fourth option. If God doesn't deploy that option, doesn't deploy number one, number two, number three, then number four comes. The fourth option is he will stir you up to make a mistake in your life. To take a bad decision. To take a step which ruins your business. Yes. One person who works at a bank of Ghana. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, not bank of Ghana. A, a, a bank. Not bank of Ghana, one of the banks. He was the MD of the bank. He was sacked. Actually, a lady from another country. She came to come, she, she, she came to Ghana to be the head of a bank in Ghana. And then she, she was around and then she was removed. Why was she removed? As she was around, some they, they discovered that some loans she had given to people were bad loans. No, it, it happens. But why the story came out was that one of the companies that she gave a lot of money to, which almost collapsed the bank, was a company called You May Never Know Limited. That's how we have that name in Lighthouse. You May Never Know. It's, it's a name, somebody's company, You May Never Know Limited. And this woman, what's the word? Authorized. A major loan. And when it was found, they said, it's enough. Go back to your country. Yeah. A woman who has studied at Wharton School of Business in University of Pennsylvania. Wharton, Ivy League. You, you, you won't believe the decisions she can make because God can actually get you. You see, see, you see like, like, like if you are a man, God can stir up your testicles to like a certain woman. I've gone to pray for people's fathers. Lying down. Urine. When you enter the room, the room is full of the smell of urine. And the daughter will stand and say, Daddy, Bishop has come. He's not in his house. He has followed a woman and he's in the woman's house. Has a stroke. He's dying. His wife is there with three children. And he has left the wife and he's following this woman because if God sees that you won't serve him, you won't follow him. Then you will stir up your testicles with a desire for a woman you shouldn't chase. Yes. When your father advises you, you won't take it. Because a father's advice is like your father holding your hand to lead you to a place. Say, no. Give me my portion of goods. It's just, uh, this boy. See, it's one of the, one of the things I, I, I'm so sad when I meet stubborn people is that it's, it's a way they'll be destroyed. Stubbornness. Each time I meet stubbornness, I, I cringe because I can tell that this is how this person will be destroyed. This is how this person will never get a job. This is how this person will never get a wife. This is how this person will never get a husband. This is how this person will never get a child. This is how this person will never... Stubbornness. Daddy is kneeling down. 
Kwame, don't take the money. It's like, I want my money now. Now. Or, 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 or I'll blow your head. The father's shaking. He goes. Go, go. Then the elder brother is at home. Then the boy gets the money. He's now like, yeah. It's a guy. He goes. He goes to the Kotoka, to Moscow, far country. Moscow. When he goes, he goes to the best nightclub, Pussycat. That he's there with girls smooching them with money, spraying dollars, and fooling. Meanwhile, his elder brother is in the house. They, they are sending him. You may wonder why does a boy behave this way? Because God has put it in his heart that that is the mistake he must make so that he can eat with pigs and return back to the father's house. Some of you who don't want to come to church, mark my words. I'm not a prophet. Somebody here, you are going to have a friend, a male friend. You are a boy. It is that male friend. That guy, by being his friend, you will go to jail. You are here. You will visit jail. Not Yale. Jail. Yes. Because you wouldn't befriend a zonal leader. Some of you in the church, you feel too big to even attend uh, Nina, what's the name of that thing called? Basel meeting, satellite church meeting. So God will put it in your heart to, to like live music at a beach. <laughs> Why? Because that is the place you are going to die. <laughs> Allahu. I said, Allahu Akbar. You see a girl who has been to school, who has studied, who is intelligent. Then you see, she, she won't serve God. She won't humble herself. Then suddenly she goes, we are in the church, then she comes with a certain man. Ah, is this the thing you want to marry? Yes, this is the thing I want to marry. Why? Because that is how God must get her eventually to sing for him. Because she will marry the man, he will beat her, send her away, then she will return. When she returns, she'll be a shepherd. Why? Allahu Akbar. God is great. He is great. If he has decided that you will you'll be a pastor, Better be a pastor while you can go home on your own. Some of you, when you close, you have to go to uh, the junction. All you need is just stand there. A taxi will come. Trotro will come. You go, you get to Adenta Barrier. You can go to the mobile. You can go to Shell. You can go to Texaco. You can go to Engine. Buy anything. Visit your friend. 8 p.m. You go home. Free! This is the time. Otherwise, God will engineer your arrest. And as you are in the prison and people are putting their penises into your inners, then suddenly you realize, hey, why am I here? Like the prodigal son said, ah, how? In my father's house, servants are eating sausage. Why am I eating pig's, pig feet? Why? Yes, because it, it is how God has arranged. Today, I will tell everybody here, anybody listening to me who is stubborn, take it out of your heart. Yeah. If anybody advises you and you don't even want to obey, come and ask me. 
I'll give you a verdict. I'll, I, my, my, my opinion should hold. Why? Why should my opinion not hold? Why? Because my opinion should hold because on your judgment day, Hebrews 13 verse 17, they will call me. Look at it. Those who rule over you, that they will give. Hebrews 13 17, I will be part of your judgment. Look at it carefully. Obey them that have rule over you and submit yourself. Submit yourself. Hebrews 13 verse 17. Submit yourself for they watch for your souls as they that must give account that they may do it with joy. If you cannot take my opinion now, ha, what you don't know is that it is my opinion that will take you to heaven. My opinion, they will ask me. Don't let anybody struggle with you. It's not a good thing. I was in there. I got a call from a lady, a relative of mine. That call sank me into depression for almost two weeks. I know her as a strong girl. But this call, her husband had been taken to the hospital, receiving blood, about to die. And she began to cry. We were talking, then she broke down. I was at Open Glow Junction. I remember where my car was. I broke down myself. So what have I done? If I've done anything wrong, God should forgive me. Every day, this problem. Every day, I said, please, cool down. It's not like that. I began to talk. Then the Lord, when I got to Tetequashi, the Lord took me back years before I was in her house. And the husband was begging me to talk to her. Got my wife. Doesn't listen to me. She doesn't, she's not humble. She's not, she's not, she's not. I mean, she's, she's like a man. That's the first time I heard that statement that it's like I have married a man. It was somewhere abroad. <laughs> Some of you, it's like your husband, when you are with a man, it's like the man is with a man. And Bob Mali says, man to man is unjust. But something today, when I speak to her, so why are you? What do you oh, I, 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 I went to I went to bath him. I went to I want to make some uh, 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 porridge for him. Uh, uh, why are you? Oh, I went to I want to uh, feed him, and I went to I want to check his. List. I went to I I, I, I I told her this that I'm the one going to. I'm, 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 I went today. Everything she says is revolving around the man. Why? Allahu Akbar. Today, some of you, when I say raise your hand, you raise your hand. While you can raise your hand, receive Jesus. So that you don't receive Jesus when you have a stroke and you can't lift your hand and you walk like that. When you breathe and you are two meters away, you can hear. While you are breathing normally, give your life to Christ. And there's a stubborn man here I'm talking to. You are a member of this church. God spoke to you to do something. You've not done it. I know what it is. I won't say it in the microphone. I won't continue. 
I've just reminded you. It's two years ago, God spoke to you. Please let's stand to our feet and close the service. Welcome back to Jesus, my darling. A cappella, sing it. Lift your two hands, please. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Some of you must today deploy Welcome Article 1. back to Jesus. It's good to see you home. Lift your, your brothers and, and just your sisters 20 seconds have been 40 seconds all alone. just say to the Lord Lord I'm sorry been I'm coming back to see you I'm coming back and now we're close I'm to tears I'm coming back to see I'm coming you back. coming back home I'm coming back I'm coming the answer to a prayer I'm coming back I'm coming back I'm coming back I'm coming back Lord coming back. Say sorry, Lord. Lord, I'm sorry. Stubbornness. Difficult. I'm difficult. Anything I do is what I want to do. I cannot be made to do something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Give me a fresh beginning. A second chance. A third chance. Somebody here. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. God is calling you. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. If you are here today, you are not born again. I want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. I don't know who you are. Yes. Yes, you are not born again. Every eye closed, please. Every head bowed. If you want to receive Jesus, if you want to receive Jesus, lift your hand. I want to pray for you. While you can lift your hand, lift your hand to Jesus. Yes. It's a harden your not your heart. While it is called today. But I will say, while you can lift your hand. Lift your hand to Jesus today. Yes. Hi. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. Pastor, I need Jesus. You are here like that. You want to receive Jesus. Lift your hand. Above your head. Lift your hand. And if your hand is up, come to the front here. I want to pray for you. Come. Come. Yes. Come. When it's all about you, it's all about Jesus. I'm coming back to the heart. How do you come back to Jesus? You can come back on your own. 
or somebody will hold your hand and lead you. Or a problem you do not cause. Or you, God will use the Bible says, your own wickedness will correct you. But today, there is a lady listening to me. You are far from God. You are born again. But you know what I'm talking about. You are far. Today, before I pray for these ones, I want to ask you to come and join these ones. I want to pray for you. It's a lady. A lady here. I'm waiting for you in front here. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. And now you say this prayer after me. Welcome. Lift your two hands. Say, Heavenly Father. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Sorry. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Please receive me. Please receive me. As your child. As your child. Today. Today. I declare. I declare. That I'm born again. That I'm born again. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Is my master. Is my master. Is my savior. Is my savior. He's my lord. He's my lord. Oh God. Oh God. Wash me. Wash me. Give me a new beginning. You are the God of a second chance. You are the God of a second chance. Please give me another chance. Please give me another chance. To get it right. Thank you. Thank you. For my salvation. For my salvation. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'll stay with you. I'll stay with you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.